Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, we're back for another edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. You're with me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and I'm very pleased to welcome back my old friend from Frankfurt. His name is Dirk Steffen, the Global Investment Strategist. How are you doing, Dirk? Hi, Stuart. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us and uh, thank you to all of our listeners as usual on this Monday morning. Just as a reminder, we're recording on a Friday, so the Friday before, and it's been an eventful week, um, hasn't it, Dirk? In fact, although let's think about it, actually, because it hasn't quite been as eventful and and volatile as the week before, given various idiosyncratic um, risks that we saw, including, you know, obviously in the banking sector also. So a very eventful month. But Dirk, the markets themselves, if we look back across the whole of March, are actually up. How can that be the case? That's one of the puzzling observations, I would say, and most clients ask us what, what's happening there. And if you look at what the drivers are of this stock market resilience, it's actually uh, the mega caps, and they are oftentimes from the tech sector and growth areas of the market. And these and these uh, stocks and companies are typically more of a long-term investment, you know, long-term growth opportunities. And also you have to take into account that actually yields drop, dropped quite significantly over the last uh, three weeks. So also the discount mechanism is working in their favor these days. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of it's it's those established players that are often seeing inflows, and of course, um, as new technologies develop, and and haven't we seen technology as a theme, um, in particular, I think throughout the first quarter with the the rise of ChatGPT, for example, and the focus on AI. I really do think that. Well, you tell me, Dirk, in your CIO meetings, is that tech se- uh, sector one of those sectors which um, you know we're bullish on? Yes, because I mean, I wouldn't say bullish because it's still early days, but uh, we have been, you know, in an under uh, market period of underperformance of these very interesting companies for quite some time now. So um, it's it's worth looking at the sector definitely. I wouldn't say we are we are outright bullish, but the, these secular uh, growth themes you you alluded to are the ones you find not only in technology, which is software and hardware, and here probably semiconductors come to mind um, uh, most, of, most of the time, probably, uh, software um, when it comes to cloud solutions and big data analysis. And it's also then the other mega caps um, also being active. If you look at communication services and also cyclical uh, consumer plays. So it's um, an interesting uh, part of the market, definitely. And you know, if you don't have growth, you start looking for growth opportunities, obviously. Yeah, certainly do. Look, another interesting part of the market and a theme that I know that the CIO office at Deutsche Bank's private bank has been very, very firm on uh, for you know quite a few months now and actually led the market on a pick, and that is China's reopening. And I know this last week we saw some data out of China, which is reflected in market activity and general sort of stock prices um, around uh, a business confidence. It's going up again. And here we play into the China reopening and opportunities. I'd love to get your thoughts on that sector at the moment or or that, you know, state of the market and how it relates to to where we sit here in Europe. Yeah, this is uh, um, amazing. You know, when you remember this all 
started early in November with just a plain announcement and like things like uh, we are reopening, right? So that was like probably five, six months ahead of expectations. And then every week or so we got more details and more actions. And right now you look at business confidence uh, in, in China that has been now the latest has been published last week. And we are talking about 10-year highs and 12-year highs. And this is relating not only to services, uh, which has been performing very well for some time now, uh, but also manufacturing. And can you believe that even construction uh, activity is uh, in expansionary territory? So all that is uh, very interesting, of course, for China itself. Um, you, you, you mentioned the reopening trade. We would go further now and say that this is really the China trade, uh, not only reopening, because uh, we now have also a lighter touch, if you want, by the regulators. Uh, that's a very, very good news for Internet companies. Uh, you have also corporate action um, uh, that's going on. So um, I think sentiment is now improving not on only on the basis of you know a positive market action, but uh, actual actions by the Chinese officials, um, and that might uh, unlock quite a bit of value. Yeah, that's really interesting, Dirk. And of course, you can't talk about China without thinking about the interlinkages of that economy with Europe, with the US, um, with their immediate you know in terms of proximity trading partners in Asia. Surely that's a good sign for global trade, for manufacturing all over the world. I would say so. I mean, if you start with the consumer uh, here, of course, we are having in mind tourism and uh, many people from Asia now traveling in 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 earnest you know and that means a lot of um, demand for luxury products for instance just to, to name one of the uh, the sectors that are interesting here we have the cacarante in in France it's trading just below the all-time high so that speaks volumes about what's happening and if you look at the production side uh, the, probably most people think think of Germany if you look at export exposure, it's actually twice as high compared to our European um, um, partners. Um, and it's five times higher than in the US. So that explains why Europe is actually benefiting um, much more from these positive uh, developments coming out of China and therefore also Asia compared to the US. Yeah, that's really interesting. Dirk, speaking of positive news, we can't have a podcast at the moment without talking about inflation, unfortunately, because it's it dominates the news flow and the rate hiking cycle from central bankers all around the world. And of course, today, again, we're speaking on a Friday, we've had some Eurozone figures out. And I think it's fair to say they've surprised a little on the downside in terms of uh, the the core, the, well, not the core inflation, but the overall inflation level coming in at six point nine percent. I'd love to get your read on that, and also you know versus the core, where I think some of those underlying trends are still on the high side. Inflation um, is still around. Let's put it that way, and the levels are way too high for the ECB, so it's also very volatile. So sometimes. You had a better print or a, a print that is slightly worse. Um, we think that the ECB will will keep hiking rates, and uh, the market pricing is also now creeping up again after that liquidity driven situation of the last uh, three weeks or so. So three point five percent are already priced uh, once again, 
and probably they need to do even more. Of course, uh, this depends on the overall financial market situation. But if um, this uh, positive um, push from China um, keeps going, which uh, we actually suspect, um, then probably ECB is right to to keep uh, monetary policy uh, quite restrictive for quite a while. So yes, inflation is still uh, the one print we we are um, looking at most. Uh, but um, hopefully, it's important can importance can can let's say. Uh, uh, lose its uh, panicky, you know, characteristics uh, of the remainder of the year. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, we look forward to that. The uh, the skies are starting to clear here in Europe as we're well. We're into the spring now. It's going to get warmer. Let's see if the markets themselves will bring some finer weather after uh, some cloudy, volatile period over March. Although, as you said. Markets as a whole, uh, certainly on the equity side, are still up despite all of the news flow that we've seen. Dirk, it's been so good to speak to you. I think we've covered a lot of ground today. This has been Dirk Stefan, our global investment strategist for the private bank, speaking to me, Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications, uh, for this CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks, actually. We'll have a break for Easter um, and then come back the week after. So all of you celebrating Easter, uh, wish you a lovely time with your families, similarly to those of you in the Middle East uh, and all around the world from the Muslim communities celebrating Ramadan. It's Ramadan Kareem to you also. See you again next time. Bye-bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the U.S., No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, This may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information, and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG, and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.